0: Stop! Enough is enough. Make room for dry land. and the oceans separated itself. Some of us have a very difficult time setting boundaries. Now God created this world. He created the world with unlimited access to everything that's available in the world. We can travel throughout the world and get so much from the world. We could dive deep down to the deepest parts of the oceans, fly up to the sky as high as we can. We can cli- climb the highest mountains, go down the Grand Canyon. There are no boundaries for us. However, we as human beings, have been given intellectual capacity and ability to set boundaries and to realize when is enough enough. And as human beings we have the ability and the choices to know when to say stop. Enough is enough. Where do we get that from, and how do we apply it to every day-to-day life? How do we live a life where we are enabled to set boundaries? And that is what God has presented to the world. He has put us in the world with unlimited resources, but yet He has taught us that with All the opportunity, there must be boundaries. There must be times that we say no. There are times that we realize enough is enough. Let's start from the very beginning. When God created the world, He created the world in six days and then He said enough. We work for six days but we have to set a boundary. That one day a week needs to be a day of rest, which is the Sabbath. The same thing is with all the kingdoms that God has created. He has created them with boundaries. We take the kingdom of earth, of stones, rocks, the inanimate, that it is limited. It cannot really move by itself. The rocks cannot move by itself. Earth cannot move by itself. And then you take the next kingdom, which is the kingdom of vegetation. That the kingdom of vegetation is dependent on Earth to be able to grow trees and grass and grain and fruits and orchards, etc. But it is also has its own boundaries. It cannot move. On its own. And then you take the third kingdom, the kingdom, which is just the animal kingdom, which there the animals are able to move from place to place by themselves. But they too have boundaries, that they are unable to coexist with civilizations, that the wild animals remain in the forests, in the jungles, in its own habitats for whom it is and then you have the human kingdom the intellectual kingdom where we have been taught that boundaries is the key to civilizations there must be guidelines there must be boundaries starting from the very beginning of what you earn is yours What someone else earns is theirs. We must respect other people's properties and other people's possessions. There's boundaries. When you marry a woman, there's a boundary. That's the only woman that you have consecrated to be one with you. And there's a boundary around a sacred marriage. You build a home, there's a boundary the door closes it's your home strangers are not to enter as human beings we have been taught that there are guidelines for society god has introduced the seven general laws the seven noite laws presented first to Adam, and Adam passed it down all the ways to Noah, and then Noah taught it to his children who repopulated the world after the flood, known as the seven Noite laws. Those were seven general rules that represents guidelines, boundaries for us humans to be able to coexist. So God gave us human beings the intellectual capacity and ability to choose right from wrong and to implement boundaries and to know when enough is enough and to know what is acceptable, what is not acceptable to know right from wrong and to know how to say, stop that there's, I will not cross this line. And you have the ability to do that. So God has taught us through the Bible, the rules, the laws, the guidelines, the boundaries for human beings to coexist. They are not restrictions. They are not at all restrictive to our well-being, to our ability to enjoy life. As a matter of fact, they are actually guidelines to guide us to a better life. Then we, when we implement the rules, the laws, the guidelines, the boundaries that has been presented in the Bible, that has been carried on for 3,300 years since the Ten Commandments came down of Mount Sinai. Our lives become much more fulfilled. Our lives become much more richer. Our lives become much more meaningful and purposeful because we are following God's ways with the guidelines, the boundaries that you and I have the ability to do. Yet temptations can be very powerful. And temptations distorts our choices. Temptations shuts down our ability to say no. Temptations become so powerful that we go into a gray area and we fall prey to our temptations, and we violate some fundamental rules and guidelines as God has gifted human beings the ability to stand tall and stand powerful and to say no. I personally know that I have fallen to temptations over my lifetime, and I've realized how easy it is to fall prey to temptations. But as soon as you realize that, it makes you stronger. It makes you realize how God truly gives us the ability to say no and to say stop. And to stop in the ways that we have been going. And we have the ability at any moment to repent, to be remorseful, and God will forgive you and you could start all over fresh. Repentance can happen in a second. As soon as we are remorseful and we ask God for forgiveness, He forgives us. In the Torah and the Bible, there's an instruction, and you may have noticed it. At every Jewish home and synagogue, community center, and workplace, you would see a scroll that is hanging on the doorpost. This scroll is an actual cutout of a verse from the Torah. It's an actual piece of parchment. It's called a mezuzah. And it's only valid and kosher when it's handwritten with a quill, with a feather, and specific kosher ink, and written by a skilled scribe. That is when it's valid and holds itself tremendous energies and power. It is a verse from the Bible that is written on this piece of parchment and rolled up and put on your doorpost. It needs to be sealed in a permanent way that becomes a permanent fixture of your home, your business place. This is what's called a mezuzah. On the scroll, there are three letters. In the outside of the scroll. In the inside of the scroll are two big paragraphs. But the outside of the scroll has three letters. These letters is in Hebrew, the letter Shin, Dalad, Yud, which represents God's name. Shaddai, which is one of God's name. Why is that particular name used on the mezuzah? There are so many names that God has. Why specifically that name is put on the mezuzah? The name Shaddai comes from an acronym. Me, Shaomar, Dai, The one who said enough, stop. Referencing that God Almighty, when he created the world, he created the oceans to be so powerful that at first there was no dry land, it was only ocean. And then God said, in Hebrew means enough, stop, enough is enough. Make room for dry land. And the oceans separated itself from the dry land and respected those boundaries that till today we have dry land and the oceans and the seas and the lakes have their boundaries, but it's because God said enough. The same thing with the winds, when God created these powerful winds, the energy of the wind was so powerful until God said, die, enough, slow down. The winds are okay in heavens and everywhere else, but on the earth, you need to just blow enough so people can exist. And this is God Almighty in heaven has taught us that just like He is able to implement when to say stop, God created a stop to the ocean, stop to the winds, etc. So that we can live a life. The same thing when we look at a mezuzah scroll and we see those three letters, it reminds us that we too have God's ability to say, stop, stop that I'm about to enter my home. I'm going to say, stop. I'm going to leave all my headaches and all my troubles and all my business stresses outside the door. I will not bring it inside. All your anger, exasperation, frustrations, You leave it at your doorstep. You don't bring it inside your house. That is when you say, stop. Enough is enough. We as human beings have been given the gift, the ability to control and to say no. Animals don't exactly have that. They exist on reflexes, on natural reflexes. And sometimes those reflexes, do not give them any control at all they just have to react to their reflexes but us humans god gave us the choice the freedom of will and choice that we know when to say no and we know when to say stop we have the ability to do that let's think about that as we go about our day-to-day lives that when our temptations comes tries to get the best of us let's think of the message that when enough is enough and that you too can say stop. You too can stop yourself in your ways and transform the temptation from the negative to being tempted to do good and positivity. And when you make the effort, God will be there with you to help you deliver it. May God give us all the ability to set our own boundaries, in all areas and have the ability to say no to negativism, say no to jealousy, say no to everything that God told us to say no to. Give us the ability that it should be easy and when we say no once the next time around will be easier and may God open up great channels for us because every time we withhold and we say no God is gonna give you a big fat yes that he's going to give you more opportunities to say yes to than we have to say no. God bless you. God loves you.